Remmer has, more like Remmer has been. With the bugs squashed, Octavia and Carhoon are still nowhere near finding the next artifact. What piece of the puzzle are they missing? How long will they languish in the cold? And would it have been better to say Remmer hasn't? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello everyone and welcome to Me, My Spouse and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. This might be our tightest recording. I am visiting the studio on my lunch break, so mm-hmm. I have to go back to work after this episode. <laughs> so that'll be fun. But So this will be a real minute for minute, one to one. Yes, so we have a limited time to record this episode, so hopefully no long pauses. Mm-hmm. Hopefully no, no awkward silences. We're trying to figure out what to do. We will be all right. And we have started to get in some crit cards, which I have on a spreadsheet here in front of us. So we'll see if we get to use any of those today or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know what they are, so they are surprises, most mm -hmm. of them. She does not know what they are. I have read through them. Most of them seem cool and fine. I haven't had to edit any. Thank you all for sending them in. Please continue to send them in because we have a, a limited number. And after we go through those, I mean, I guess we can recycle, but it would be cool if we could just kind of have a steady stream of those coming in. Mm -hmm. So keep them coming, keep submitting on our website or just emailing them to us. And we'll see if we get to any of them today or not but i'm excited to have some audience participation oh me too and it's just so amazing because as soon as we got uh, made that call out for y'all to submit the crit cards like they just came streaming in they just came pouring in which is amazing so thank you all so much it was you know a little nerve-wracking for a minute because i was like i really hope we don't put this call out and have you know no one submit anything Mm -hmm. but even that that day that that episode came out we got several and so it was just you know so amazing to hear your guys's words and just that you responded to wanting to participate so that's just so fun and we really appreciate it so much yes so keep them coming Mm -hmm. we'd love to have them and hopefully we get to one soon Mm, i know and hopefully a critical Success and not a critical fail. <laughs> but knowing Octavia, or knowing the human being whose hands rolled the dice for her, mm-hmm. we don't know. <laughs> yes. So we we are coming into it after rolling many dice after a uh, prolonged yes. combat with a young Remoraz. That was mm-hmm. a young Remoraz. That was the baby version. Oh of my Remoraz. gosh, that thing almost like. Carhoon yeah. has one hit point. Mm-hmm. Things could have gotten like, very bad if yeah. it had hit more because it yes. did not hit very much. Um, so yeah, things could have gotten grim. Mm-hmm. Poor Benji and Hadrosaur oh, gave their uh, corporeal short, lives, short, uh, ephemeral lives mm-hmm. for the sake of your battle. But you came through in the end mm-hmm. and won it. Uh, so that is where we pick up in the direct aftermath of that. Okay. You 
and Carhoon, sans your ephemeral tigers in this large room, the dead body of this Remoraz, this giant blue centipede, just sort of sitting there steaming Ugh. as uh, the, the numerous arrow holes and mm-hmm. slash wounds and mm-hmm. tiger claw marks are all sort of just steaming because oh, it's just giving off some intense body heat from inside it. Uh, you two are on the level with the furnace, mm-hmm. this large stone structure that you know is a furnace. After mm-hmm. having collected some pieces of information that have led you to this point, so just as a probably helpful recap, because you've been in this dungeon for several episodes now, mm-hmm. and you've gotten a couple things that are maybe connecting uh, its several layers. You know, you have an air pump that feeds air into this furnace that radiates throughout the first level, at very least. Uh, you have a crystal battery, effectively, that powers the air pump, which is broken, but you have right. found spare parts in one of the warehouse rooms off mm-hmm. of this level so you might okay. be able to repair that but you would still have to charge the battery if you even want to turn things on at mm-hmm. all which maybe you I don't know you found on the bottom floor some weird laboratories necromancy and alchemy uh, specifically in relation to this whole structure you found a recipe for a faux dragon fire that was noted to be the ignition source for the furnace itself. So you've got a couple things that are connecting to this heating system, although the exact origins and uh, purpose of this dungeon still remain a bit of a mystery, but you're you're going to hopefully figure some of that out. So you are in this room with this furnace. You just, uh, the Remoraz had come out of a... Uh, a room you had mm-hmm. smashed the door which had been locked with your mm-hmm. adamantine hammer that you found uh smashed the door this room i was jumped out and attacked you but now you're standing there and uh, you can do any short resting or healing you would like but then you have this room to explore that you haven't actually looked into because you were attacked immediately right. so what do you want right. to do all right um so octavia is going to rush over to Carhoon and you know he's probably on a knee just kind of like gasping like holding on to consciousness type of thing I'm not feeling so good Miss Sinclair <laughs> oh, my heart. oh my gosh he's, he's still alive oh man um you know his his face starts to like you know it's turned turned ashen with the blossom of blood um and she's going to be like you know, Carhoon like no, are you okay? And she's going to put her hand on his shoulder and she's going to cast Cure Wounds on him. Okay, you can roll that healing. We need to come up with little song interludes for like, this is the music that plays when you do healing, or this is what happens while I'm drawing the map. <laughs> Any of you listeners are musically inclined and want to do, you know, classic Jeopardy interlude music, we, we will... We would not say no. Free advertising. Yeah. So you put out your hand on Carhoon's shoulder mm-hmm. and your healing energy washes over him. And some of his wounds close up. He's still probably hurting, Very but still. he's not on the brink of death anymore, which is nice. All right. All right. So Carhoon's feeling better, uh, but yeah, he's still a bit uh, not feeling great. That thing really had our number, huh? I've. I don't think I've seen something that, I mean, I couldn't 
I couldn't touch it. I mean, I, I, there was nothing I could really, really do to, to, to get at it. Because I mean, I can throw fire at things like that, but that didn't. It seemed like that was would do the opposite of hurting it. Yeah, that was uh, not not fun for someone who likes to cut things up with an egg. <laughs> are you are your are your hands okay? Did the did they get like, you know? Um, Did fire come down the hilt or something? No, I'm 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 doing okay. I got a little bit of a steam burn, but I'll I'll be all right. Uh, maybe it's good for your skin. We can exfoliate some a little bit. Well, this I used to be into baking, and I just opened the oven a bit too soon. And, you know. Do you wear glasses? Does your glasses get all fogged up? No, my I'm an elf. I have perfect eyesight. Of course, you know that. 2013 or? Yeah, it's 2019 by my count. <laughs> Um, Octavia is going to go over and can she look at this Remoraz? Sure. Like, cause, it's, yeah. yeah, it's about like a, well, it's actually large. So it's probably like a 10 to 15 foot long Jeez. centipede like thing with this segmented bluish purple body, big domed beady eyes, probably about the size of like a half a football each. Oh, gross. Yeah. Uh, like fangs and big old pointy tentacles that stick off the top of its head. Huh. And it's, yeah, it's lying there, sort of twitching. But it's dead? But it is dead. Okay. And as you get close, you can just, yeah, feel heat radiating from the inside of it. Is there... Would I know that there's any sort of, like, thing you can harvest from a Remoraz that I would want to try to harvest? Like, do they have, like, fire glands or, like... You mm, roll on nature, okay. or I'll say medicine. I think either of those would be appropriate. Okay, I'm gonna roll medicine. Okay. Ooh, for a natural four, for a total of seven. Um, you don't know specifics. You've never studied Remoraz okay. anatomy. You would guess there's some sort of biological mechanism or hmm. potentially magical mechanism within it that is keeping it warm. Hmm. Yeah, these things typically live in cold climates, so they have a high internal body temperature, so they don't freeze to death. Hmm. Um, breaking that carapace causes some, like, yeah, jets of intense heat. Would these weird tentacles that it has, like, would they make good improvised weapons or anything, or do they seem hmm. like they would be useful? Probably. I mean, they're, like, chitinous... Okay. But, I mean, you could probably stab something with it, but you don't know it would be incredibly effective. Okay. Um, it does start cooling down because you, it is very cold in here now that it's dead, dead. and its life forces are gone. Okay. Uh, it is not as... It is not producing heat anymore, so it will take... It will slowly cool down over the course of, you know, a couple hours or so. Okay. Interesting. Well, Octavia and Carhoon are going to take another... A, a brief minute and we're gonna we're gonna sit down kind of with our backs against the this is the stone furnace room right mm-hmm. okay so we'll, we'll we'll lean against the furnace for just like the 10 minutes and again kind of you know catch our breath kind of after you know after this bizarre this bizarre fight and we're both gonna just spend some hit time do it Alrighty, Octavia is back to full health, and Carhoon looks a lot better. Good. Alright, so, you're both feeling a bit better. Mm-hmm. What do you do now? So, um, Octavia's going to, you know, help Carhoon back onto his feet after they both, you know, in a power bar type of thing. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, 
Do you feel okay to keep going, or, or I mean, I don't really know what else, what else we can really do in this regard. So we kind of got to keep on keeping on, huh? I am feeling much better. I think we can keep on. Okay. Checking things out. Okay, sounds good. So they're going to go over to the room that the young Remoraz popped out of and see mm -hmm. what's in there. In that room, which had been uh, a locked and frozen door, it's a smaller room, but within okay. there are like crates, Ooh. several large square wooden crates okay. sort of frosted over at this point. You know, some of the, the lids are a kilter, uh, but you can't see quite into them yet. Okay. And for con continuity's sake, there is some tunnel leading to dark nethers from mm. which the Remoraz must have entered this room. Okay. As you approach, it does feel a bit warmer than the rest of the dungeon has been up to oh. this point. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it's pretty dark in here, or we still have... You had light cast yeah. on something, so I'm just kind of... I can, can, it's a I can cast it on something else, too. Yeah, my tip of my staff type of thing. So um, so how, how big is this room seeming? Like, is it a closet or like a room room? No, it's, it's a room. It's not as deep as some of the other ones that okay. you've seen. It goes maybe 10 feet back and okay. you know, six or seven feet wide. Okay, well, I'm going to do... Um, Octavia's just going to do a perception check from the door with the light uh -huh. that she has, and then she also has dark vision, so she okay. should be able to, you know, see most of it. Nine. Nine? You cannot make out much. There are about, let's say, five or six of these crates spread around. Uh, okay. You see there's maybe like a, a, a part of the floor that's got some wood scraps and some sort of like straw or something that maybe the Remorals was using as a nest. Oh. Um it's a bit warmer, and there's, okay. in one of the crates that has its lid slightly a kilter, there's a faint orangey-reddish glow coming from within. <laughs> but that's all, I mean, that's a significant amount of information, but that's all you can tell. Okay. <laughs> um, well, Octavia's going to walk cautiously in, um, and, you know, taking a look at these crates as she goes in, but mm -hmm. she's going to make a beeline for this glowy crate first. Okay, you walk up to it. Do you yes. look inside? Is the top off? It's like off. It's not. It, there's still a lid on it, but it's like tilted. Okay. So it's just like well, kind of on, kind of off. I do a perception check on it first, just to be like, kind of like to peer in without touching it quite yet. She doesn't want to touch anything. You don't have to touch it. But she'll take a peer in. I mean, you can't really tell anything other than that. You could see some straw, like stuff some padding and some faint glow then is is does it seem like it's emitting heat yeah it's it's feeling warmer okay these crates seem to be the source of it's not like hot hot but it's just a bit warmer do all of the crates seem to be emitting heat or just this one not all of them okay um uh octavia's going to kind of gesture over to carhoon and be like there's something that i mean if seems like it should be magical over here. I, I mean, I don't think something natural would be have been down here this long and glowing like this. I mean, I know that you have, you're a bit more used to looking at magical things than I am, so does this, you know, does this, do you recognize this at all? And I want him to do an arcana check on it. 
Well, I mean, it's a glow from what I can... T- it's a warm glow. He actually rolled a natural one, so he's like, it's a cold glow. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, even with a good check, it's... I mean, okay. a lot of things could be a warm glow. I think we're just going to have to look inside okay. and see. Sounds good. And Octavia will take the lid off. Okay, you take the lid off. <laughs> no, you're fine. Not, you die instantly. Not everything is a gotcha. I'm trying. Just a couple things are gotchas. You open the lid, you pry off the lid, and look inside, and it's a crate filled with, yeah, like packing material, some sort of straw okay. or hay, or, you know, the little shavings of cardboard that people put in boxes, mm-hmm. if cardboard packing existed. Peanuts. Packing peanuts. And nestled in the center are about a half a dozen orangish, reddish, glowing orbs about the size of a softball that seem warm to the touch. They're not hot, but they are warm. Do they seem natural or like crafted? Mm, You're not. They don't. They're not like perfect spheres. They're kind of like chunky. They look like they might. They kind of look gem-ish crystalline. Uh, Do they look like eggs? Like eggs? No, you don't get the egg sense. Okay. Octavia's gonna pick one up. It is warm. Okay. It's kind of swirling around and looks like the light is kind of oogling around in the center as you pick it up and look at it. Huh. And it seems she's gonna go and take a look at some of the other crates in this room. Okay. Uh, they are all similar. They're all filled with And they have these, these weird jemmy things. Okay. Yes. Roll a... Let's do a history. History? Both of yeah. us? Yeah, sure. Octavia rolls a... Two! And Carhoon rolls Wait. a... Nineteen. Nineteen, okay. Uh, Carhoon's like, Wait a second, and he reaches into one of your bags... Uh, pulls out the notebook okay. that you found in the alchemical laboratory. Oh, yeah. That talked about igniting the furnace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it flips a couple pages past that, and you see another entry that you maybe didn't uh, catch before because you didn't know what to look for. That describes the the dragon, um, the faux dragon fire is the ignition, but in order to have a fire, you need a fuel. And it looks oh. like these are some sort of fuel, some sort of like crystallized fire almost. Huh. Okay. Are they very heavy? They're hefty, but they're not like a ton. Okay. They're probably, you know, five pounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Octavia and Carhoon will. Let's see. I think we'll both pocket one. You'll both pocket one. Okay, so you both take one. And yeah, as Karen's flipping through this notebook and showing you, yeah, you you get the sense that these would be loaded into the furnace. Okay. As sort of like charcoal or coal almost and ignited with this uh, fire and that would be the heat source. Okay. Does it seem like we would need to put... Like all of them, like like a bunch, like all this whole room in the furnace, or um, you, the notebook doesn't give you that sense. It it 
only has like a couple. Okay. It's like, you know, two to three in there should be sufficient, but you could potentially put more or less if you wanted uh, a weaker fire or a rip roar and like burn the place down. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll take, I guess we'll take two each then. And we'll just put them in opposite pockets because. Sounds good. Um, you know, let's let's make sure that they're not touching anything else because they seem like they're kind of fragile and yeah. don't really want to have something that's could just, you know, blow up in our pocket per se. That, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they'll kind of wrap them a little bit and then put them in pouches. And, and if we need more, we've got a little room. Exactly. For. But if we if we find ourselves in a pinch and need something immediately, we at least have some on us. Great. So keep on down the line. Sounds good. Yeah, you have two uh, doors you have not entered. One of them looked like a storeroom, and one of them looked like almost a stable with segmented rows of stalls. Right. So we'll just keep on going down the line, and I think the next door was that storeroom door? Yeah. Uh, So it's a broken door. You can sort of see through the cracks. You just open it, and you go through, or do you, you know? Uh, We'll probably at this point just kind of open it and <laughs> alright you open it and yeah it seems to be more um more decrepit and like shattered and destroyed barrels crates huh. boxes okay um that look like they once held just provisions okay. and boring mundane stuff like food mm-hmm. does it seem like they were destroyed like just by age, or like someone came in here and started chopping at them? Uh, roll an investigation okay. check for that. Doot Not gonna give you anything for free. Hey now. Ooh, that's a bit better. That's a nine for Octavia, and then for Carhoon. A nine is a bit better. I know, I rolled double digits though for the like, first time for her today, so. Oh, you have a minus to investigation? Yeah, I'm oh. dumb. Poor, poor Octavia. <laughs> Oh, and Carhoon rolled a six, so... Um, you cannot really tell. Okay. But as you are bending down to look at these, just a couple, like, scrawny, gaunt, white, fluffy rats sort of scatter into the, into the corners and maybe down into the larger room mm. and disappear into the shadows. Okay. Do they just look like normal rats? They're just, like, ice rats. Okay. Oh. Okay, um, and then we will go to that final door that seemed to have that kind of weird staple behind it. Okay. Uh, yeah, broken door, same deal. You can, just from looking, you can see rows and rows of these stables. It's still uh, cold in here. How deep does this room seem to go? This one goes, it's got maybe two five-ish stalls on each side. Oh, wow. Uh, each one, maybe five or so feet. It's probably about 25 feet deep. Okay, so are these stalls, like, big enough for, like, a horse or for, like, goats or... Um, maybe small horses. Small horses, like a mule type of thing? Yeah, maybe. You could probably fit, like, small animals in there. Huh. Can I do an investigation and check to see, like... Because it just seems kind of weird and incongruous to have all these stairs and then the stable thing. Like, how do they get things down here? And was what this? Are you at? What? Well, it's like you know, was this was this for 
beasts of burden, or was this for just for slaughter, for more fresh provisions? Are or... you looking at it, or are you entering the room and looking into the I'm stalls? entering. Okay. Uh, in the stalls, you don't see beasts of burden, but in, in some of them, you do see, like, uh, like bed spreads, almost. Oh. And... Oh, no. Again, not everything is a gotcha. Chill. Well, I'm just like, we've had all these weird undead things, so I'm like imagining like, you know, the bedspreads start moving, so that's, no, that's what beds, made me think. The bedspreads do not move. It is spoopy month, so now I'm just like, no, on every corner. No, just rows of these little stalls that look like almost a really run down, gross uh, dorm almost Jeez. with each stall, just enough room for like a cot and like a, maybe a stool or a side table or something. Oh, okay. Does it seem like these people were, who's were here were like slaves? Like, are they like... You're rest- not sure. Okay. There's not like, you know... Cells cages or, or cells or locks okay. on the doors. Uh, at the far end, you do find some like shovels and tools of, I don't know, some bellows or something. Forge work or stuff from the furnace. Huh. Can I see anything that would be helpful for fixing it? Uh, no. Okay. It, you, you have all the stuff you would need to fix in okay. the other spare parts room. Spare room. Spare room. Huh. And this is, so this is the stone floor, and this is the floor yes. that's... This is the second floor second down. Second f- floor from yes. the top. Top floor is the frozen hag and elves. This floor is the second stone. floor. The one below this is the metal. the metal air pump, and the floor below that are the laboratories. Okay. Laboratories. Huh. And so... Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Octavia is going to be like, I feel like I'm just more confused the more we're in here as to what, like, what this place was. Like, you know, were these people, you know, were they beasts of burden? Was that what they were being treated as? Like, what, like, what was going on here? But, I mean, we've still not found, you know, found anything. And, you know, the, when we found Fulmis, there was, there were those creatures who... You, you know, we're all set up as though they were directly there from, like, the gods and everything. And But here, it's it's just, I don't know, this all seems, you know, mortal-made. And I feel like we're no closer to finding anything. I'm just more, I'm just more confused. But there are a lot of pieces to put together, yes. Do you think so? We know there's supposedly this, this, this ley line, and what exactly is... There's like an inherent magic somewhere down there? Yeah, some concentrated magical force. I've never seen one in person. Okay. Can't, is it something you can see, or is it more something that you would like Well, it's, it's feel? basically a coalescence of arcane energies oh, wow. inherent in uh, this land that has a, a, a juncture or a, a joining point where many streams come together and form an area of concentrated magical power. Do you think that you could find, sense it or find it? Because I know we were down in the basement and I I mean, I didn't sense anything in particularly magically strong. I am not in tune to the uh, arcane powers like that. I am a fighter more than a mage. Uh, There was note 
with the crystal thing. Right. It could be charged on the bottom floor. So we do have a few doors down there we have not been well, able that's to true. open. Okay. I would guess it's probably behind one of those or hidden uh, okay. behind something inaccessible so far. I wonder if I wonder if the soul's actually the ley line. I wonder if that's been mistaken as that. You know, and they're able to draw the power from it. Some, I don't know. It's an interesting theory, but... Do we want to head downstairs? I and I mean, I know that you're clanking around with those gears for the, for the pump. Do we want to um, see if we can fix that and, and then continue down a floor? So go all the way to the bottom and see, what's, see if we can get behind those doors first? Or... I thought that maybe we'd... Oh, fix the pump? Fix the pump. Sure. And then, just because we're... Because yeah. that's the floor immediately sure. below us. Pop down there, pop the stuff on the pump, and then head down to the lower floor. I'm fine doing that. Uh, do we... I mean, I'm fine spending the time to fix this pump, but why do we... At this point, we don't... Oh, I guess, if, I guess if we can't even charge... I don't... I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's... I mean, it seems cool, and I am pretty chilly, but... I, I don't know what that gets us in the end. So we fix the pump and, you know, if we light the furnace. Yeah, maybe, I mean, it would be a bit warmer. It might be more comfortable, but... That's true. I guess I was also... I, I mean, I keep I keep remembering that magical ice up there on that first floor that... Uh, That's true. And, and, and there is that... So there is that wonky chest that that hag is by. And I'm like, That's well, true. maybe... M- maybe the artifact is in the chest... And by heating everything up, that magic... I don't know if heating everything up would make that magical ice melt. That's an interesting... Tell you what, that ice seems to be the product of those poor dead countrymen right. of mine. And you have their spell books, yes? Yes. Let me take a look at those, and maybe we can figure out more precisely the nature of that ice and perhaps how to counteract it. Oh, good idea. And yes, uh, Octavia will, will, you know, carefully, gingerly since they're kind of, you know, falling apart a little bit, hand over the spell books to him and it it feels like a kind of reverse Beauty and the Beast situation where it's like Gaston, like, holding a book and Belle's like pouring over his shoulder and she's like I don't understand! Because I'm really dumb. (laughs) She can read. I know, but um, she's she's like explain, like read it out loud like a story. You're not quite by Um, nah, <laughs> deep deep Jackie Chan adventures. Uh, <laughs> good, good times. I was trying to think of magic mojo words, but I don't have too many. Abracadabra's too on the nose. But anyway, yeah, he he accepts. The Just books. say chemicals, like the ones that that aren't very sodium acetate. I wasn't expecting that, so that's why I laughed so hard. So he takes the books from you. Mm-hmm. I can look at these now if you think it's worth it, or I can save it for maybe when we have uh, some downtime. If you want to go look at something else, uh, it's it's really your call. How long do you think it'll take? Well, I, these are 
old and there are three of them and only to spend you know maybe an hour or so and we might not okay. want to be out in the open because right we don't Who know what knows? else is out here maybe there's another flame skull flying around oh my god that would be fun right oh another, that'd be super fun another three episodes of that <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure all the listeners at home would be like oh this again yes this is just what i wanted wouldn't be mad if I never encountered one of those ever again. Um, but Austin is running out of flame skull puns, so <laughs> probably won't have too many more episodes of that. Yay! Well, let's see. Um, well, well I, th- I think that we should probably, I guess in, in that case, we should head down to that lowest level, see if we can get those other doors open, because so far we've been able to, you know, open everything, see what's behind most of the doors, um, and you know, eliminate a lot of the threats. So, but, but who knows what's behind there and something menacing could pop on out. So we should probably head down there um, and see if there's some other way that I know we tried to open those doors before, but see if there's something else that... Well, we have a kick and hammer now. So That's true. That is that's true. Helpful. That is true. I thought we I just was thinking about just throwing some of these gems at it, but... We could try that too. <laughs> basically have magic grenades so. maybe potentially maybe i don't know what a grenade is but it's a really fancy mushroom um, um so anyway, we're gonna so head down but we're also gonna make sure to swing shut the door that the remoraz came out of oh okay. as much as we can just because there is that oh you did smash it i guess you we broke did smash that door it, it was yeah. locked you destroyed okay, it that's true never mind i guess the handle it, you can swing the door shut the handle there's like that's a big not gonna hole clash in it. yeah so oh. you can swing the door shut, but it will not latch, Never. much like the rest of these doors. Sounds good. Yeah. Yep. And then we'll do... So you head down to the bottom floor. Yes. So this is the floor. You have looked at one room, Alchemy Lab, one room, Necromancy Lab. Mm-hmm. Large stone door at the end that you haven't been able to open. Door that looks like there's a bedroom behind it uh, that is locked, but it's just a wooden door. And then a door... Uh, that you can't see behind. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's just something stuffed up against it. Mm-hmm. So. Well, shall we... Uh, I say let's go towards the bedroom door, because we can at least kind of see in there, so we have an idea of what's waiting behind us. Or what's waiting us behind it. Carhoon pulls out the hammer. Let's do it. <laughs> Be my guest, and she'll, like, you know, gesture towards the handle for him. Uh, I don't have any good, like, HGTV, let's, you know get the sledgehammer and take out the cabinets and knock down the walls and st- I don't have any good references because I don't want to say. I'm gonna go I have hard gains that I'm gonna use on this door. That's uh, uh, <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, so he takes the hammer and I couldn't make you roll, but we'll just say over the course of the next few minutes okay. you can easily well, maybe not easily. It is a pretty, it's a toughish door. Uh, but over the next couple minutes, uh, with this adamantine hammer, the two of you can smash the the locking mechanism. Sounds good. Relatively uh, easily. Sounds good. Uh, so yeah, you smash it, and the door is swings freely. Okay. So I still have, you know, Octavia still has the light on the end of her staff. Mm-hmm. So what can we see standing at the doorway now that we have this door open? Beyond this door is a bed chamber. Okay. You can see a 
small like side table next to a reasonably nice bed. Okay. Probably carved out of stone Ooh. with uh, some sort of mattress. It's not an incredibly nice mattress, but it's nice-ish mm-hmm. uh, with some a few light sheets on it. Hmm. There's like a, a table or a desk on the opposite wall. Not too much frillery. And then on the back wall, there's actually uh, what looks to be a more rough-hewn doorway. Now door with like oh, a wow. curtain hanging over it. Okay. And actually on the on the far wall, uh, make a perception yes. check. Octavia rolls a eight total. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Carhoon rolls a six. I don't know. It's... Um, it's relatively obvious, so you pick up on it a bit more than Carhoon does. Uh, there's some cracks and some general degradation on basically the wall to your right, which would be the wall butting up against the last wooden door that you haven't opened. Uh, you would oh. guess that it was the reason you cannot open that door or see behind it is there some sort of structural cave in. Oh, okay, okay. That may be led into something else, but... Oh, let okay. Me, let me metagame this for you real quick, because I can see the wheels turning in your head. This is because Austin, the DM, was like, there should probably be more to this, but I'll, this is all the important stuff. So, <laughs> there, that is a caved-in room. Dang it! Just because I know you would be like, I want to get in there and see it, but no, it's just... I do. I still want to get in there. I still want to see it. <laughs> it there is no... It's, it's a structural... So, the uh, whole... So, the cave. this wall... So we, that's obvious from seeing that wall in the bedroom? Yes. Okay. Because I know if I don't, you will continue to be like, watch behind the door. <laughs> and in this case, this is me just being, it. it is a caved in. You know, okay. this is an old facility. Okay. Uh, you can tell that just by walking around and seeing right. the sort of stuff that's in it. And you're relatively deep underground and there's some magic huh. stuff happening. And it, okay. one of these rooms was crushed. Okay, interesting. This reminds me of in the base and the bottom of the chapel of scales where there was that other cave in that I regret not somehow weaseling my way through. <sighs> All right. I have a reason for that one too. Oh man. What's that reason? I'm not going to tell you. No. That'll be after the campaign. You should make a list of all these questions, oh and I can gosh. give you the answers. Oh, I can have a, like a, a massive Q and A, director's cut commentary on all of the things that <laughs> Gwyneth was dumb and missed. <laughs> So, how big is this bedchamber? Obviously, big enough for a couple, by you know, other pieces of furniture. Yeah, type of it's thing. not okay. huge, but it's not small. Okay. It's a nice, you know, modest, humble-ish bedchamber. Okay. Can we do a perception check for any like creatures or anything? Because you know, the other like the white just popped out, or sure. and, and the zombie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Octavia rolls a. Natty one. I can see that. Oh my gosh, this is my third die I have used this session. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if I should go back to the original one that I was using, or... Uh, um, a car who rules, eh? 18, so much 18. better. Uh, Carhoon does not detect any movement of creatures, big or small. Uh, Octavia, you know, will take a step into the room and gesture towards the this other doorway mm-hmm. that's across, across the room. Mm-hmm. And be like, well, let's let's check that out. And 
Okay. Clear the clear the whole floor. Sure. It's covered by just a light, at this point, slightly dilapidated, just like a sheet or a curtain. Okay. Okay. Well, we will, like, approach cautiously. Mm-hmm. Is it just, is it ominously, you know, dangling in the wind? It's just or? dangling. There's not really wind, so yeah. to speak, but okay. it's just kind of hanging over. So it's no ominous fluttering? No ominous fluttering. Okay. Just limp. <laughs> okay. Oh, like my hair most of the time. Octavia will stretch out her hand and fling the curtain aside. Okay. Uh, your light extends 20 feet? Yes. I think in all directions, though. Yeah, 20 feet bright, 20 feet dim, I think. I'm just treating it like a torch. Yeah. Because I, I think that's what it is. I think it's is. basically the same, yeah. Uh, you can see there's a short tunnel-ish, maybe five feet, but then it opens up into something much larger <gasps> beyond. Okay. Uh, the light extends, and you can see it. You don't see many features. You know that it opens up into a much larger cavernous space. That's about okay. all you can tell, though. Does it look... Because all of this has looked hewn. Does this mm-hmm. cavern also look hewn, or like this was a natural cavern? This looks not to be natural, but it also looks not as finely hewn as okay. the rest of this. Uh, it definitely looks like an addition after the fact. Oh. Very rough, not, you know, precise, just sort huh. of a hole cut in the wall that opens up into a giant thing. Okay. And I mean, like, can I see the ceiling? Is the ceiling really no. tall? You cannot see the ceiling from <gasps> where you are. Oh, geez. Okay. Can I cast... Is there any loose stone at my feet? Can yeah, I sure. then... Yeah, I just want to cast light on a yep. rock and toss it in so we yep. can see further in. Uh, yeah, it illuminates. It's a huge cavernous area. So it basically would just be like a little pinprick of light in a big old dark area. Yeah, it's, it's enormous. Can I see the... F- this is, the floor doesn't seem like it's dropping away or anything though, right? No, there's a slight decline after the the entryway but huh. mm-hmm. you can see as the stone flumbles in there's some stuff on the ground like rocky bouldery things and maybe some stalagmites or stalagmite like features okay can I do a perception check now just with the light in the more in the middle of the cavern sure what are you looking for I don't know and anything that is like movement in the dark anything okay. that would indicate like oh what was this cavern used sure. for well, anything yeah like roll that. it alright <laughs> Octavia rolls a let's all cross our fingers folks oh hey natural 10 for a total of 16 okay and Carhoon cry Carhoon hoon 8 okay so Carhoon doesn't see much but just a big room you, looking around, are you going into the room? I'll go in, like, five feet, yeah. And then, okay. I mean, I think that we have, I mean, we have torches as well. So is there any way that I can, like, have that light? Sure. as And then both of us light torches as well to yep. just kind of cumulatively try to... Yeah, so you've got a couple torches you guys spread out and start looking it around. feels like this part in Prince of Egypt where there's <laughs> the torch and it's so big. Yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you find not a ton. It's relatively, like, there are no discernible features. There's not, like, huh. structures. But you do find on the floor some deep gouges <gasps> that look like they might be claw marks. Oh, like a big old critter. 
you don't hear anything moving and you didn't you don't see anything and these look like uh, with a 16 they look very old they're not like fresh could those have been a dragon's claws they're large and claw like maybe and I still can't see the ceiling no you can maybe see the walls it sort of domes up roughly so I can kind of but it would be higher than 40 feet okay does it feel like there's a ceiling or do I feel like wind whistling no it it feels like there's a ceiling are there any other entrances or exits uh if you wander around for a while and like trace the walls no it's just a giant room and so we're talking giant is like a couple hundred feet across type of thing yeah probably it's it's very very big are there any animal droppings (laughs) sorry nope As thought I would ask. Okay. So, we saw gouges, and, and I'm not seeing anything else. You're not seeing really anything else. Just, After you know, walking a, a kind significant of... number of these gouges. Okay. Um, sort of all over the place. Can I do a nature check or, or an investigation check on the gouges to try to see, like, are these combat gouges? Are these just, like, sure. you know, a creature walking around? <laughs> yeah. uh, Octavia rolls a 15, and Carcoon's going to check it out, too. 16. They don't look, like, combative. They okay. just look like, you know, if something was walking around mm-hmm. with big old talons, it might okay. gouge or maybe, you know, scratch in the wall like a cat. Okay. Okay. But so it much, doesn't necessarily seem like it was, like, kept in here against its will. No. Okay. How would it have gotten in here if it was that big? Huh. And I'm not hearing anything from Fool Me's, right? Nope. Okay. Octavia's gonna turn to Carhoon and be like... And, and she started, like, to have that... Her, the, her hand on the belt kind of, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. wanting to feel it close to her. Mm-hmm. It's still there, but you don't get yeah. any communication. But then she's gonna, you know, walk up to Carhoon and be like, "You know, I feel like we have. Let's let's check out that one more door." But but I guess before, maybe before we leave here, we should check out. Maybe the ley line is in here, and she's gonna pull out that crystal and see if it's doing anything. Huh. The, the, the like battery cell. Mm-hmm. It doesn't react. Carhoon okay. uh, says, "If it wasn't here, I feel like there would be." We would know somehow. Okay. I, I feel like it would be a relatively obvious thing, and this doesn't seem to be it. Okay. Octavia's gonna walk forward with the crystal, like a, like what is it, the Geiger counter, like. To... Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. No. Okay. Well, shall shall we go to the ominous stone door that we have left for last? Well, we do have a bedroom we haven't actually looked at. That's true, we did just walk through. So maybe we should look at that first. Okay, sounds good. Oh, because there's a desk in there, right? There is a, a little t- yeah, side table. Okay, so they'll move into the bedroom. Mm, cozy. <laughs> and um, five stars. <laughs> Would stay again. They will, you know, rummage through desks and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of look at everything and see what the rest of the scoop is with this bedroom. <laughs> Rummage, rummage, rummage. Are there any claw uh, marks in the bedroom? No. Okay. With that question in mind, roll roll an investigation check. Okay. And then you can roll another one for the bedroom itself. Okay. Octavia rolls A. 
Oh, jeez, Louise. A non-natural one. Wow. Yep. And... Not your day. Carhoon is going to roll a... Five. I just rolled two natural twos in a row. No, you got nothing. Okay. 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 So now you search the bedroom. Yes. Okay. You can roll a perception or investigation for that. Fourth fourth die of the session. Goodness gracious. Natural 20! Yeah. All right. Uh, With a natural (laughs) 20. With a natural 20, you. 26 total. 26. Yeah, that's pretty good. You guys. There's not a ton in this room. It looks relatively stark, actually, Mm. but you do find. In the side table, in like a little drawer, you do find a ring, and on that ring is two keys. Oh, okay. One of the keys is slightly magical. Ooh! Mm-hmm. Can I tell what it does? Uh, someone can roll an arcana check. All right, I will, and so will Garhu. Fourteen, and another natural twenty. Cool. So nice. whoever whoever rolled the twenty, that was Carhoon. Uh, Carhoon looks at the key, says, For a "Total oh, of twenty-six. This is a, a some sort of magical key that has a slight chance of unlocking anything it's put into. So, oh wow, out of game. It's called a mystery key. It's one of those stupid magic items from Xanathar's that I like <laughs> oh, so I much. It is a key that you can put it in any lock, and it has a five percent chance of unlocking it." Regardless of... Regardless of what it is. Whatever it It is. It is just a magic key that it will unlock. It has a 5% chance of unlocking anything. Once it unlocks something, it's done, though. So if it doesn't unlock it, it it stays existent? Yep. You put it in, 5% chance to unlock it. If it does unlock it, the magic is spent. If it doesn't unlock it, then you can try it on something else. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice, at least. (laughs) And the other key looks like it would fit a large stone door. (laughs) Really? Okay. Are there any handy journals or no journals? This one looks pretty okay. pretty stark. Any... It's very functional. It looks okay. like this was basically just used to Literally sleep, sleep, maybe eat. You, there's like a, you know a, a plate and a, oh, okay. some utensils maybe on the table too, but uh, nothing that nothing more than just the bare essentials to live. Okay. Basically, it's it's comfortable, but it's not extravagant. Okay. Um, and Octavia's gonna kind of keep that crystal in her in her other hand, and is it mm-hmm. doing anything? Uh, the battery crystal? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Well, I mean, it seems fortuitous that we 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 found these found these keys. So, shall we? I mean, I guess that's kind of it looked like it seemed like it was some sort of library, right, on the other end. That's what I saw. Yeah. So shall I mean? I I think that we scoured this this room pretty well, so. Yeah, let's uh, let's go check it out. Sounds good. And they will pop out of the bedroom and go to the big door at the end. So you head to the large stone door. Yes. You insert the key. Yes. It turns with a satisfying click and swings open. Dun, 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 dun. Behind it, your light stretches into this large room. There are towering bookshelves wow. that... I say towering, but they're, you know, the ceilings in here are maybe 12 to 15 oh, feet okay. tall. So they're they're still towering, and they're uh, filled with various books and tombs and things. There's a mahogany desk in the center of it 
with some papers and books spread uh-huh. out on it, a small chair behind it, and in the back of it, there's another doorway. Okay. Again, not a door, just a doorway. doorway. This one seems not rough-hewn like the last one. This seems okay. like it was part of the original construction. Does it have a, a curtain over it or anything? No, this okay. one just sort of leads back, and you can see a slight bluish glow coming from beyond it. <gasps> okay, okay. Um, how big is this library across? It's sizable. It's a, it's not, maybe not a full library, but more of a study. Okay. So it's bigger than the bedroom. It's the largest room on this floor, okay. and lined with big old bookshelves and wow. dusty, icy books and this big work desk in the center hmm. of it. Okay. Um, at the doorway, you know, we're still gonna not quite take a step in, but just with it seeming like there's some sort of magic going on here, mm-hmm. we're gonna do a perception check before sure. we go in. Octavio rolls a an 11 and Carhoon I rolled another natural 20. Ah, you're using Oh my all. gosh, I'm using all my 20! I know, and there's not even any monsters or traps to detect in this. Room. <laughs> oh no! But you are well, sure. Oh, positive. You are you are very sure. Okay. Yeah, the it's just a library, nothing else in it. Okay. What would you like to look at? Well, we will walk in, and you you know Oct- Octavia is going to be like, I think it might be a. Do you think we should check out this blue glow before we just kind of, you know, fiddle around with, uh, you know, books and everything? Because I'm sure we could learn a lot, but if this blue glow is going to be, you know, bad, we should maybe not just be, like, you know, reading and have something come out. Well, it's sort of six in one, half dozen in the other, because, I mean, whatever is down here has been down here for hundreds if not thousands of years already so uh, I mean we, if we look at the books first I'm sure that glow will probably still be there if we look at the glow first the books will surely still be here that's true uh, so it's I could go either way okay well just since we're closer let's let's take a look at least especially on what the people people had out on their desks because I mean maybe that'll tell us about the glow mm-hmm. and they will go over to the desk and mm-hmm. you know what was sure. that person reading and looking at? Sure. You see a few things. Okay. You find it, some scattered across this desk are a few what look to be architectural drawings. Oh, interesting. Some written in Elven that look to be the original sort of design of this facility. Okay. Uh, it you know, has most of the stuff you've already explored that you can see and you can basically make out the general structure. And then there's another set that looks similar, um, but it's got notes scribbled on it in Draconic. And if you look at it and, you know, Carhoon helps translate and and whatnot, there are a few differences in that uh, the original... This bottom floor was not outfitted with this necromancy lab, and there wasn't an alchemical lab in the uh, elven design, but it seems like this other one sort of retrofitted the original function of this facility to be. Oh, 
So it looks like interesting. Okay. If you guys want to spend a, a little bit and figure some stuff out, yeah. So it looks like initially this was some sort of elven facility devoted to the research of this ley line that has apparently existed here for quite some time. Okay. After, you know, the elves disappeared, this seemed to be retrofitted into what it is now, some sort of weird necromantic thing from the 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 books and whatnot around it. Mm-hmm. What do you think about about this place now? So you know what it used to be, and you know that it's been turned into some sort of necromantic. Was place. that big cavern off of the bedchamber in the original plans? No, it was not. Are there any dates on the de- on the draconic architecturals? Can I tell exactly how long ago that was changed? Mm, probably not. But still a really long time ago. A very ago. long time ago. I mean, all I'm thinking right now is zombie dragons. Zombie <laughs> <laughs> dragons. Or some skeletal dragon thing. I mean, I, it's... I mean, depending on... You know, I guess so. If this ley line was here when the first elves were here, then I guess my idea of the ley line actually being the artifact wouldn't necessarily be mm-hmm. as plausible because the artifacts wouldn't have existed yet when the facility was built. So the ley line is in existence. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense if you're a necromancer. I'm sure. There is so much power that you would need to be able to harness to do what you do. So being able to harness the power of a ley line, you could maybe... Maybe you could bring a dragon back from the pit. Maybe. I don't know. And maybe this furnace is just heating, or maybe this furnace... I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how the furnace is in, interacted in all in, in all of this. You know, it beyond it being literally just like you know HVAC, mm-hmm. um, which it might be. I would. I, I don't know if I would be brought to those conclusions again. I'm not actually mm-hmm. in Octavia's body seeing things. So, well, those are all good questions to ask, and maybe we'll find out the answers. <laughs> On the next episode. Uh, now I want to find out now! Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness. I want to... Ugh, this has just been tickling my brain for like weeks and I just... I don't know! I'm like, I don't know! But now I'm like zombie dragon! Next time. Oh man, okay. Shall I take us out, my love? Go ahead. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. Leaving a review is a really great way for us to grow in the charts and to reach more people with our game and with our story. And it also just makes us feel like ludicrously great when we see people going out of their way to be like listen to this show it means something you know that you enjoy listening to it means a lot to us um we are still accepting crit cards both critical successes and critical failures so if you are inclined please send us an email with the uh, subject line critical failure or critical success and 
you know, give us something interesting that we can read on the air. Or if you would prefer, we have a form on our website that you can fill out and all of the information is on there. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, we are active on social media, both on Twitter and on Instagram. And our handle is at and a die podcast. Catch y'all next week. <laughs>